0: Hi, you guys. Welcome back to Everyone Talks to Liz. You know, I I realize this. We sometimes throw out these terms and we don't explain what they are. We throw around this term disruptor. Disruptor is somebody who takes an existing ho-hum product that's been out there forever or some service, and they look at it in a totally new way. They turn it on its head, then on its side, then upside down, and then they reinvent it, making it better. Think, for example, Elon Musk disrupting the legacy auto industry with his all-electric Tesla or Postmates, you know, turned delivery of food, vitamins, anything into something so incredibly convenient. Well, my guest today, oh, I forgot, Uber, Uber, biggest disruption of nearly all time. Thank you very much. My guest today took something as basic as a cupcake and totally disrupted it. And in doing so, has built one of the largest cupcake empires in the world and she did it shortly after getting booted from her nine-to-five job in the corporate world. Now, okay, when those of us, myself included, because, yes, it's happened to me, get laid off or fired, we all kind of react in different ways. Some drown their sorrows in wine. Some cry in the bathtub. Some gorge on sweethearts. Um, not that I did that. I <laughs> that. I love sweethearts. But what had happened to Melissa Benishay, she went home and baked. 100 cupcakes. Those cupcakes ended up landing her her first catering gig. The catch? She had to quickly build a cupcake catering business. But in doing so, Baked by Melissa was born. Nearly 15 years later, these mini cupcakes are a New York favorite and a national sensation with stores and orders sweetening every corner of the United States. So how did this sugar rush get started? We have the girl with the spot on sweet tooth, Melissa. Welcome to Everyone Talks to
1: Liz. Thank you so much for having me. Um, wow, what an introduction. <laughs> I mean, you make me want to meet myself, you know, I, <laughs> because when you go through all of the steps over the past 13 plus years, gets where I am today. It definitely doesn't feel as glamorous as you made it sound. So thank you so much.
0: Oh, my gosh. This is the point of this podcast, though, Melissa. There is very little glamour in true success. Everyone looks at, oh, television anchors. Oh, you get the hair, the makeup. No, no. You didn't talk to me when I was freezing my butt off in Columbus, Ohio, my first on-air market, standing on an orange crate at the Toxic Spell. You know, it's like people don't understand. That's what we try and show them that the climb is filled with all kinds of problems and potholes, but that's part of building that success. And it's part of the joy of actually reaching the apex or whatever point on the mountain that you're at at the moment. So I, I'm trying to know first about the firing part. Where were you when you got fired? How old were you and what the hell happened?
1: I was 24 years old. I was working as an assistant media planner at Deutsch Advertising and I sucked at my job. So they <laughs> fired me and they should have. I'm so happy they did. I'm, obviously at the time of being fired, I didn't feel that way. I was upset. I went back from HR and they called me to HR over the loudspeaker. Cause it's like this big office, like sprawling office that's one whole city block. Um, and I thought I was getting a raise actually. But I sat down in Felicia Geiger's office, who was the head of HR at the time, who I love and still have a Facebook relationship with today. She's the best and so supportive of Fake by Melissa. And she, you know, terminated my employment. And I was like distraught. I couldn't believe it. Why didn't anyone come to me and tell me I wasn't performing? Yada, yada. I'm sure they did. But I went back to my cubicle and I was really upset. I think I was like borderline tears, if not in tears. And I picked up the phone. I called my brother who is my best friend and a born crazy entrepreneur. He had just moved into his very first office in Manhattan. He started an interactive agency building websites for people. So I literally went from Deutsch being fired in a taxi to Brian's new office on 38th and 8th. And I sat down and he basically said the great big brother that he has go home, bake your cupcakes, we'll start a business together, which was not crazy because we always wanted to start a business together. Um, We used to like spend family vacations talking about new business ideas. And I went home, I baked four batches of cupcakes. I stopped at the food emporium in Murray Hill on my way home thinking, okay, I already have my tie dye cupcakes that i am known for. I was baking my tie dye cupcakes at the time for everyone and anyone. If it was your birthday and I love you and I love a ton of people, I baked tie dye cupcakes for you. And so they had become these beautiful, bright, vibrant, like I perfected the product. I baked hundreds of batches already by the time I got fired. But I knew I needed like, you know, two to three other flavors. So the night I was fired, I baked a batch of tie dye, peanut butter
0: cup, cookie dough and s'mores cupcakes. Hold on the night you were fired. So I'm right. Some people pour themselves into the next step, or maybe you didn't realize at the moment that this was really going to be a thing, but that's how you dealt with the shock of getting fired. To be clear,
1: it was nowhere near, like I was listening to my brother's suggestion, but like, come on. I, I didn't believe that Baked by Melissa was going to be a thing even when Baked But I still don't believe this is a thing. But my best friend's little sister, Carly, was staying with me for the summer. So I had all these cupcakes that I had baked. And really what I was doing is, something that is like a therapy to me, right? Like I love to bake. I love to create with my hands and I love cupcakes. Like everyone knows that about me well before baked by Melissa, even in college, I'm a concoctionist. You give me two pieces of bread. I'm going to make you like the best dessert sandwich you've ever tasted. Yes. It's a thing and you can do it. So I sent the cupcakes into work with my best friend's little sister who was staying with me for the summer, the the very next day, because what the hell was I going to do with all of these cupcakes? And she was actually interning at Allison Broad PR. And Allison at the time was like a celebrity to me. She was on an episode of The Hills. You know, she was very well known. She still is in New York City. And I wanted to be just like her. I wanted to be a female entrepreneur like she is. And so I was hoping in sending the cupcakes into work with Carly that Allison would see them. And quite honestly, I had no idea if Allison came to work, but like it's a for me like I always have an end game even if I'm not like I even I'm not gonna share it like verbally but like I was hoping and sure enough Alison tried the cupcakes she loved them she was very like into the idea and her caterer Ben who was at the office that day she she asked if she could put us in touch so the day after oh. I was fired I I got a call um so Allison then sent me an email asking if she put me in touch with her caterer I cried happy tears and that day after I was fired I got a call from Allison's caterer inviting me to
0: his home for a tasting when did the tiny cupcake concept happen where did that come from Melissa
1: so I got the call from the caterer and he said, come to my house for a tasting on Thursday or something. So I ran back to Brian's office and I said, holy shit, I just got a tasting with the house and broads caterer. We have to go in there like we have a business already and he could be a part of it. And so we decided we needed a name and a logo, everything else we can make. You know, like you just have to embody the person you want to be, right? I wanted wanted to name the company Baked. My brother insisted to have a personal tie. He used Allison as an example, like so geniusly. So he said, you wouldn't even know who she was if her name wasn't in the name of her company. So we settled on Baked by Melissa. Couldn't be more perfect. His partner at the time, my co-founder now, and a childhood friend we grew up together, Matt, I used to call him my brother from another mother, created the logo within minutes that we still use today. It's perfect. And if I were a logo, that would be me, a little tie-dye cupcake with like this really cool font. Um, I mean, look at me now I'm wearing a tie-dye sweatshirt and it's just my (laughs) uniform. But, um, so for the tasting, I actually made the cupcakes mini, not bite-sized just yet. Mm -hmm. Um, they didn't have paper. They look very similar to the way that they look today, like almost identical, but they were slightly bigger, you know, the standard mini cupcake that you Mm -hmm. can make yourself at home. And when I went to the tasting, he took a bite of each one. He said, these are amazing. From a catering perspective, people flip out over like bite-sized, cute little things. I don't know if this is possible, but if you can make them just a bite, oh my God. End quote. That's exactly what he said. And to this day, I'm not sure who to give that credit to because Allison will tell you it was her idea. Ben will tell you it was his idea, but who the hell cares? Because I went and I made it happen. Okay. Let me,
0: let me jump in there. Sorry. Uh, you made it happen. Did the molds for tiny, cupcakes exist because I have many cupcake molds from I don't know William Sonoma. they're still too big because you want to try That's a bite of it. this one, a bite of that one. So did you have to make your own mold or was it out there?
1: I am a very determined and creative individual. I, I to this day just I, all I want is people to bring me into their problems so I could help find solutions. So <laughs> I, I created a, 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 a solution. I figured out how to make them. Uh, that did not exist at the time, and now, obviously, we get our pants
0: made. Well, did <laughs> you go to a metal company? I don't know. How would you even No,
1: I. it was like a very haphazard, like like you, nobody nobody in their right mind would have done what I did for so long while Baked by Melissa
0: was just starting out. So, Melissa, there is that fake it till you make it aspect, which we all know about, but at, at one point or another, didn't you sit there and say, who, <laughs> who do I think? What, what am I doing? I'm, I'm acting like I have a business and I don't really have a business yet.
1: I mean, like that ba- it was backbreaking work. I once had an order into, so we started the company. We became an LLC in August, 2008. I was fired in June, like June 28th, 2008, the very end of June, had the tasting like first week of July, started doing events as Melissa, baked by Melissa mid-July. I think I had my first event with Ben. Like I brought him back the cupcakes after I made them just a bite like the next day. And he was like, Oh my God, these are great. I have a tasting two weeks from today. We're all black and bring me 250 cupcakes. Like that's what he said. And so I did because it was an opportunity. And for that first event I did with Ben, we created a website baked by So you could go to BakeByMelissa.com and order a hundred cupcakes that I would bake out of my apartment and deliver using the subway. And you would check out via PayPal. I would be I would get one email that was the order and then the next email like to my BlackBerry at the time. That was like the payment confirmation. And I would match the two orders up to make sure it was a legit order. And I would bake them out of my Murray Hill apartment and then deliver them using the subway. We shot the whole website in my living room on my IKEA coffee table. But if you went to the website at the time, you would have had no idea. I created business cards that had my name, my logo, my home address, and my cell phone number. And I put them out in front of the cupcakes for the events I would do with Ben. My parents hated it obviously, because whatever, (laughs) but it was, you know, whatever. And we, I faked it till we faked it till we made it. And I, and I, we, 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 in every sense of the word, I could have never done it without the support of my brother and my, I mean, he's more than he's my co-founder and he was our CEO for the first eight years we were in business. Ben, the caterer was my co-founder and, you know, really got our cupcakes everywhere and anywhere. And also, had me at all these events to get our product in front of people. Uh, Matt, my, you know, my brother from another mother, co-founder, he's a design and creative genius. And and then our fifth and final co-founder, there are five of us, um, is a restaurateur who actually gave us our first retail location, a pickup window, bite size, if you will, that was attached to his cafe that we were in rent-free for the first five years that we were in business until they demolished the building and turned it into a Nike town.
0: What I'm hearing is beginnings you fly by the seat of your pants you accept every challenge you don't well you do freak out i'm sure but you just keep plowing ahead even when you're tripped up uh, i'm very interested to know what challenges you first faced that got you scared but that you oh my god through. Well, I
1: was scared. I was 24 years old. My last job I was fired from and I was an assistant media planner, never managed a person in my life. I did, however, babysit. Um, (laughs) I think in hindsight is 2020. So like, you know, I take for granted my, I learned my confidence through my experiences. And today I am a confident woman giving birth to two children also gives you a sense of confidence, you know, so I'm so proud of, the woman I've become through my journey with Baked by Melissa, I think the biggest challenge at the very beginning was confidence. And you know, thank God I had my brother there who yes. is my cheerleader of my whole life, like encouraging me. I used to, I remember crying to him at one point, like because I was called calling catering companies saying, Hi, this is Melissa from Baked by Melissa. I'd love to bring you a free tasting of my cupcake. She helped me write that script. And I remember crying to him, saying, like, who the hell do I think I am? Melissa of Baked by Melissa. These people are picturing me in a legit bakery and I'm sitting on the corner of my bed in my bedroom that has a fake wall in my, you know, Murray Hill <laughs> apartment. And he's like, "But you are Melissa." And like, you know, so he believed it. He believed it with certainty before I did.
0: We're not done yet. We'll be back in a moment. I know a lot of you have had this experience because for those of us who in 2020 were all sent home and we were stuck in a lockdown during the pandemic, we had a lot of time on our hands and I saw an ad for Masterclass and I thought I want to better myself. I want access to all of these brilliant people who teach you things. With Masterclass, you can learn from the best to become your best. Masterclass is the only dreaming platform where you can learn and grow with more than 200 plus of the world's best and smartest. For just under 10 bucks a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to every instructor. And I don't care. You can wake up one morning and say, I want to learn about business. And then another where you say, I want to learn how to survive in the wild if I have no water and no fire to make me warm. You can access Masterclass on your phone, on your computer, smart TV, or even in audio mode. And the classes totally make a difference. Don't wait another moment to start your learning journey with Masterclass. Right now, our listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com slash Liz. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash Liz. Masterclass.com slash Liz. We talked about disrupting. Back then, crumbs i remember crumbs cupcakes they were huge like the size of a a fist uh, with lots of topping they were really pretty but who could eat a whole one in a sitting i mean you wanted to take different bites oh you could okay i
1: I see two that was the problem i could never decide which flavor i would stop at the clover deli across the street from my apartment on my way home from deutsche advertising by two
0: cupcakes i mean there are entire shows on the home and garden cooking channels about cupcakes this cupcakes that but you really did disrupt it by going so tiny and the flavors were very unique obviously tie dye that was definitely hot and that was your imprimatur that was your calling card but i remember the pancake cupcake chocolate chip pancake cupcake the s'mores cupcake i mean Shoot me! I could eat nine of those. Pop, but little fat pills. Um, but <laughs> you didn't feel so bad as you would. <laughs>
1: totally, it was like you could try the all the flavors and feel like a kid in a candy
0: store. Totally, but disrupting it also meant that as you grew and as your popularity grew, you needed some capital to grow. When did you have to go to a bank? When did you have to start looking for investors, if at all? So we didn't,
1: we never went to a bank and we never looked for investors. We did have people reaching out to us all the time. And we actually do have an investor today who we met because he was cold called us, um, years ago. And he's like another brother to me. I'm very lucky. Um, and I actually think you asked about the challenge. The challenge is managing the relationships and managing yourself. Mm -hmm. And I, and I think, I wish for everyone to kind of take responsibility for themselves and focus on what they can do differently and how mm-hmm. they, you know, at the end of the day, when I learned that the only thing I could control is the way I respond to the things that happen to me, that was a turning point in my career and my my personal life in business, but personal because my life is this business and You know, I was working with my brother, I was working with my co-founders, everyone very passionate about this, this company. It's like raising a child with all these people. And you know what it's like when you become a parent and figuring it all out. And so I was very focused on, and everyone was very focused on in a lot of ways, like what I could be doing differently, you know, as the face of the brand, you know, I'm put under a microscope. And so I'm very aware of my weaknesses more so than my strengths which worked against my confidence, I think for a long time. But I used to call my dad historically crying, like thinking it was the end of the world, because like something happened. And I, I just, I, you know, this is, I took it all so personally. And he would say tomorrow's another day, baby, like what makes us metal steel, extreme heat, like you've got this. And sure enough, when you go through the same thing over and over again, you kind of like, realize that it isn't the end of the world. And what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. And for me, that was very much a business lesson. Um, And so I learned to change my response, I learned to practice different approaches to the same things that kept happening, because the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. Right. And that I, it made me the killer I am today. Like, I don't know how else to say it and I see now my friends who are parents or you know people who want to do what I did in business and I just wish for them to like truly understand the importance of taking you know holding yourself accountable for yourself mm-hmm. and constantly asking yourself what you could do differently
0: to promote a different outcome tell me about the first full storefront you opened our first
1: store that you could walk into I'm actually on I'm, I'm gonna go there on my way to dinner tonight. It's on 14th Street between Fifth and University. We opened on January 10th, two thousand and ten, 2010. January 10th, 2010. It's in the Victoria, uh, like a residential building on 14th Street. And um wow, I couldn't believe it. Well, first of all, the first two weeks that store was open, we had no heat, and I swear my legs would be numb working there, but who cares? <laughs> Um yeah, and it was the first of many. So today we have 14 retail locations. They're all re we actually we closed obviously for COVID, but now they're all reopened except for one in Times Square, which will be open in June. And yeah, we make people happy. We celebrate a ton of birthdays, and it's
0: crazy. You make a lot of people happy uh in very difficult times. I'm reaching back to Superstorm Sandy here in New York, and it was in 2012. It was right before election night. I'm sure it was Halloween. Halloween as well, exactly. And uh, we were rehearsing at the NASDAQ for Fox Business's election night coverage. And they had us rehearsing on that Saturday before election night. And all of us had moved. For those of us, I was without power in New Jersey. I moved to a hotel in New York City. Fox had taken people out of the suburbs, put them in hotels all throughout the city, You know, there was no power. It was horrific. Schools were shut. I was crying constantly because, uh, you know, my husband was out of town. I had no help. It was just a disaster. And yet I was still working this full-time job. And I realized, Liz, everyone who's working with you and for you, the techies, the production assistants, the writers, they're all experiencing this too. And we all had to work that Saturday rehearsing. So I ordered 300 Baked by Melissa's to be delivered to the NASDAQ you make people happy. It's like, okay, forget about the storm and the world. Just have these and you'll feel better. <laughs> it's
1: incredible.
0: That's amazing. And the truth is
1: like my my memory of Hurricane Sandy was like very similar to my memory of COVID in which we had to get to the other side of it. We closed all of our stores. We had a ton of waste. We didn't know what was going to happen, how long it was going to last. And I remember like, employees walking across bridges to get to work. It was the most beautiful like story of perseverance for me at least, but we we continued to, you know, do everything that we could to sell our cupcakes and make people happy. So I love to know that you're a product of that.
0: Oh, absolutely. So when I think about what's next for you, and I was saying proverbially that you're on every street corner in the world of uh, you are because you deliver all throughout the United States. What is your dream for the growth of this company? I think that we've done a really good job
1: making ourselves known in the Northeast, but we've got the rest of the country to conquer and possibly the world. But I think we'll start with the country. We do ship our product nationwide and we do a good job getting our cupcakes everywhere. So you can order Baked by Melissa. You go to bakebymelissa.com and you can send cupcakes literally to anyone in this country um, within a day. And they arrive perfectly safe and fresh. We have an opportunity to be just as well known in Texas and and Utah and Michigan as we are in the tri-state area. And that's where I'm focused. We are a digital first direct to consumer gifting company and COVID taught me that. Before COVID, we had a lot of retail which we still do and it's it's every week is getting better. Saturday was our best day like yet since reopening. So, I think that's a
0: great sign, but bakedbymelissa.com is our flagship store. I like that. You know, I've seen this happen before, so I'm just I'm just throwing this out there, and it's nothing you probably haven't envisioned yourself. But you have two kids. You've you've made it. You're making it. It's incredible. But the pressure is still there. Some rich hedge fund comes up and says, "I can make you bigger and better, kid. Let me buy you out. You can still run the business." What's your answer? I mean, I don't know enough. Um, more than ever so like
1: listen i've been saying and hearing oh we have so much opportunity we have the most delicious incredible products and we best in class product made by hand with the most delicious ingredients i know that i lead that company today um we have so much incredible opportunity would some money help? Absolutely. But we're, we are on a path and we can get there. And I think growing too quickly can be detrimental. So I would love the opportunity to continue to, you know, ride this wave or kind of like this journey is the re- like like as, as cliche as it sounds, the journey is the reward. I love, I love what I do. I love this opportunity I have. And I think the future, I, I have an idea of what the future looks like. And there are many ways to get to that end goal. And I'm open to all of it. I, I, one of my strengths is that I'm a very open individual. And there are a lot of ways to accomplish goals. So
0: You're the cupcake queen. I sense it. I feel it. I, I love the aura. And I love the tie-dyed ones. They're incredible. I wish you such success.
1: And thank you so uh, much. I'll
0: tell you something, you're an entrepreneur who just exudes all of the characteristics that people really need to have to accept to yeah cry, yeah get kicked down and get back up again and just keep fighting. Congratulations and we'll be watching your success, Melissa. Thank you so much. It was so good to talk to you. It was so great to talk to you too and um yeah, when my daughter was stuck in quarantine at Syracuse University, you can bet I was sending her about 50 of those direct oh. to the Sheraton where they were all locked up in quarantine.
1: Oh my gosh, that's crazy. Oh my gosh, that that is crazy. And that must have been so challenging. But I'm happy that, you know, baked by Melissa did get to be a silver lining for so many people throughout COVID. And, and we saw that firsthand. We got pictures and letters and poof, talk about like, like that was just
0: incredible isn't it? You're making an so impact thank in you. so many ways. Good luck thank to you. you. Thank Melissa you so Benichet much. Of Baked by Melissa. That's right. Slap your name on your business. That's what you are. And, and, you know, everyone tries to be clever and, and then they give up. No, 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 no. Never say die. Believe in yourself. <laughs> Believe in what you want to do. And be like Melissa. Thanks so much for joining us. And uh, once you make all that money, you got to be watching. Well, even as you're waiting to make the money, Monday through Friday, the claim and Countdown, final hour of trade, invest, save, grow. That's what we're here for. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.